0: of the Unnamed Superman podcast number four where we did an audio commentary on Superman the movie uh, Chris Mitchell, Damon and I, Mike Ortiz, actually continued the conversation and it sort of segued into a discussion about Star Trek into darkness Um, and especially into uh, some of the reactions the negative reactions that a lot of people have had to the movie Uh, we talked for a good 45 minutes about that so we figured rather than kind of make that part of the superman podcast uh because it really wouldn't fit to people listening uh at, at another time we just sort of pulled that 45 minutes out and uh we're basically making a little bonus podcast uh, of its own so this is not something we we're really planning on doing we just continued talking and uh we thought that uh the discussion that we had was actually pretty good uh so we thought uh maybe you won't think so but uh in any event here is uh that discussion that uh was actually part of Superman talking about Star Trek. Uh, although we do talk about a variety of other things, reboots and reimaginings and all that stuff. Uh so here is uh, uh myself, Mike Ortiz, Damon Shaw and Chris Mitchell talking about Star Trek Into Darkness. It it's you know, especially again, we keep we keep going to Star Trek Into Darkness because it's it's the latest example of this. But you know, I, like, a lot of the things that our people are talking about with it, and it's like, did you realize Wrath of Khan, the movie that you are comparing it to unfavorably, you know, I just keep wanting to say, no, seriously, go back and listen to that nitpicker commentary. That movie doesn't make sense either. Right. It's not and very... People have to act in contrived ways, and the science, like, somebody complaining that the, about the science not working in Star Trek uh, Into Darkness, and it's like, have you watched Star Trek? No, number one, did you watch the first Star Trek film? The first, I,
1: I, I, I mean, 09. The science didn't work in that either. It was non existent. It's like, wait a minute, where were you in the solar system? Wait, wait, where's, where's the. There, you just opened up a, a black hole within like five feet of Earth because you got to Nero quick as shit. I, I remember that. Like, that was way too quick for, for it not to have torn apart Earth. And our well, entire no, it's, solar system.
2: It, it's do they go back for debriefing? So so what happened then? Yeah, we lost Jupiter, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and and we're we're all fucked in about twenty minutes. Okay, right. okay, see you, fight.
0: We do have a black hole. Sorry.
1: Yeah, let's let's all get out as quickly as we can. Like I mean, so yeah, it's easy to tear it apart. Was it fun? And I'm still mad at Jared. And, you know, insurrection. It is not insurrection. God damn it. Oh, my God. And and he, he was, he in fairness, he was like, Star Trek survived Insurrection. It can survive, the, you know, this movie. And this movie wasn't bad. I, and I was like, it can't survive a movie not fa- financially doing well. It can't survive that. Like, yeah, it can. Like, no, there's not going to be another TV series. Uh, What do you mean? Because TV is dead. You know, there's not going to be another TV show. It'll be an Internet show or something. Similar to a TV show, there there could be another Star Trek show, but the the old format is done. uh, Hell, if it wasn't for uh, UPN, there wouldn't be another Star Trek series on TV either. Because UPN came around and they were like, we need a flagship.
0: I can actually see if the movies are financially successful enough, like really financially successful, which they kind of now have the potential to be, I mean, they're still not up to like Avengers or Iron Man quite, especially internationally, but you know, Viacom does own CBS. And even though paranormal and CBS kind of have their issues, if, if at some point someone up at Viacom goes, well, Disney did that Avengers movie and then they did a shield TV show. And then they did this other TV show and building this universe between all of this stuff sells a shitload of toys then somebody's going to be like maybe cbs needs to put a star trek show on
1: you know that that's the true test if shield blows up and is a
0: huge show
1: there will be a star trek show on tv within the next yeah, year and a half.
0: i i think that i think that's a lot uh, a star wars show also i think is riding on that yeah you know uh, if if they if they kind of and you know marvel has shown this kind of like cross platform thing working very well so, yeah, I mean, there's Marvel cartoons, Marvel live-action, Marvel movies, and uh, that's how you build a big franchise universe. Yep. And everybody else is playing catch-up at this point. But that's, that's only if S.H.I.E.L.D. is successful. Success. But, of course, <laughs> we, we were saying the exact same thing about, well, only if Avengers is successful, because that was everything was riding on that. It if was. They, if, they, if they make Avengers work, that means this plan is viable. And they did. And now step two is let's see if we can make it television, other things, cartoons. I mean, the cartoons already were kind of working, but but yeah, that that um, would be a, a test, and certainly would be something that I think Star Trek would. And you know, going back with we were talking about Superman, you know, DC as well. There's talk that uh, the uh, was it Ferris Aircraft, the Ferris Aircraft logo from. Uh, the Green Arrow movie pops up in the Arrow TV show and they might link the Arrow TV show universe and Superman universe and you would have characters that can't hack it in a movie maybe they'll just be in TV but they'll still be in the shared universe. They, uh, that that makes more sense. Actually yeah because nobody really wants a Green Arrow movie. No.
1: But and and, and as nobody really wanted a Green Arrow TV show but you could actually build the characters a lot better in those, and then throw them into a movie with somebody else. Like, right. oh, okay.
0: If yeah. that Green Arrow showed up in a Green in a Justice League movie, I've, i that would be better. Yeah, because I better. don't I don't want a movie to build that guy up. Nope, but a TV show would work.
1: Still mad? Oh wait, yeah, you've got to go to sleep, don't you? No, it's it's almost
0: midnight. Christopher,
1: I'm okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, when I saw the, the Hey, Star Trek review, I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah,
1: I started reading it, and then I started seeing that he didn't like it. I was like, I am i don't need to read that he didn't like it. I don't really care. Well, no, I, I just, just wanted to
0: read and see what, what the problem was.
1: I didn't read it all. Did you read it all? Oh, yeah.
0: What was the problem? Uh, it's, you know, I hate to say it, but the problem was it was not the Star Trek movie he wanted to see. I mean, he does make the lazy thing yeah. about it's oh well they're just going back and redoing khan and it's like well in a sense they are in that yeah. they are doing khan but it's i i don't it's completely different yeah it's completely different and
2: well it's like it's like saying for um for the dark knight they went back and did joker right right it's the joker but it's not the jack nicholson one that this Khan is is like a he's like a caged beast is is really scary. Well, you know, more to the point, it's it, like it's not
1: that Joker is not the uh, Mark Hamill Joker. It's not um, the Caesar Romero Joker. It is a complete. It is the Joker in this Batman movie because when you have Batman, you have to have the Joker.
2: Joker. And when you have Kirk, you have to have Khan. Bam.
0: And that was one of the things. Is it's like this idea that you. You can if you if Christopher Nolan had decided that he was going to do a series of Batman movies and not put the Joker in any of them I would have been upset.
2: Right. Well, and, and and you would have had it every movie when's the Joker going to turn right. up? And, and that's it. So, I mean he, he 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 did it perfectly in the last scene of Batman Begins Joker card. The next movie has the Joker in it. Yep. Don't ask any questions about it, you know. Yeah. But they, 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 however many movies the new Star Trek franchise went on without having Khan in it, that's all you get. Is it going to be Khan? Is Khan right. in this movie? Why haven't you done Khan yet?
0: Well, From I the have same to...
2: people that then turn around and say, "Oh, I couldn't believe that they remade Wrath of Khan."
0: I have part of me wonders because remember early on, uh, Jared seemed to be quite gung ho for Gary Mitchell. Yeah, and it's just kind of the. They went with Khan, Khan's obvious, and Khan is obvious, but he's obvious because nobody gives a fuck about Gary Mitchell except for a small number of Star Trek fans. Right. Everybody. Like, I told you, Jill had not seen Wrath of Khan. Yeah. She knew who Khan was. Yeah. She knew about the death scene. She knew about yelling, Khan! Yeah. So, but Gary Mitchell, she would be like, who is that guy? Like right. that, that she would have immediately. It was just like the people when Thanos popped up at the end, end of Avengers. All of my friends that knew nothing about comics texted me, "Who is that guy?" That guy, yeah. Uh, but you, no one asks who is Khan because even if they don't know Star Trek, they know Khan. He is the most iconic movie villain. Period. But uh,
1: you've got Viger, you've got Krug, you've got the 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 stick ball, you've got, <laughs> oh, yeah. you got Cyborg, you got uh, who's six? Six isn't really anybody. It's an organization of Klingons, and uh, it's a, it's well, a... Kang. Yes, Kang. You've got a conspiracy, right? Is what you have in six. Seven is uh, uh McDowell, yeah, uh, sorin. 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 sorin Seven is the Borg. Sorry, eight is the Borg We're Queen. Green. Nine are the Admiral the and Sona. The, the Sona. Uh, ten yeah. is. Basically, Picard again. Yeah. With his own Khan. Nine is Nero. Or sorry, 10 is Nero. No, 11 is Nero. Yeah. And then 12 is Khan again. Like, Khan is the, like, of all of the villains that have appeared to a wide audience, Star Trek isn't as wide an audience as you fuckers think it is. It's a very small audience. The ones that have hit to a wide audience, the only one anybody knows their fucking name is Khan.
2: Khan and the alien probe thing.
1: Nobody knows the alien probe. Yeah, actually,
0: they, know, that's
2: they, the they, one they with remember, the whales. That's how they remember whales. for yeah. People remember that, but you, yeah. can't do, you can't do that again. Nope.
0: You well, that, and that's us. the thing is, is nobody. Everybody, the, the question, like, like you said, would always be, when, when is it con? Just like it's going, just like with Superman, it's like, okay, well, the next one's Luther, right? Even right. though nobody in the world really wants Luther again, but exactly. you know it's got to yeah. be Luther. But it's, either it, way around, they
2: did it. if they did Luther this time, it would be, where's Zod? You know, you've got to yeah. get those two done. As, yeah. You know, and, as, well, you've well, got to get
0: them done. Now, like, a small percentage of people are going to say Brainiac. Yeah. And just like with Star Trek now, the question is, when Klingons?
1: Yeah, but Not Klingon. a specific Klingon, right?
0: But when are the villains going to be Klingon? Doesn't that? I don't care yeah. if it's a Klingon that's ever been mentioned before, yeah. But I want to see Klingons. I want to see the Enterprise fighting with a Klingon ship, yeah. Because that's that's something I like in Star Trek.
1: So that and and but, I think everybody's satisfied now to go because Klingons have made an appearance, right? So you've had Klingons. Now, if they aren't the villains in the next one, it's all right. They've already made an appearance. But because I'm not win Klingons yet because they were there. Right. But, they,
0: but that is the thing is they have to address. They have to have a story where the Klingons are the villains.
1: Right. Well, uh, but the, the, the problem becomes uh, this, uh, this appearance of Klingon gave them the out of not having to do Klingons in the next move.
0: Right. But, I, but I, that's what I want. uh, Because what you want, I it's, but but that's the thing is is that Klingons the only other the only other things that are kind of iconic. I'm not even going to say are there going to be a Borg? Well, no, there's not going to be a. I don't I don't don't want the Borg.
2: Yeah, Um, you can say the same about Romulans. You know, when are they going to get Romulans involved? But we've already kind of done that. With Nero-ish, but he's not really what you'd imagine a Robbyland.
0: Right from the
2: t- from TNG would be
0: anyway. No one's saying where's Harry
1: Mudd. Nobody's saying where? No, there are. Uh, what was it? Starfleet mom on Twitter because I was like, the the movie that you people want, the ones that are complaining about this movie, is not financially possible. You will never get the movie you want.
0: Well, it seems like the the. There are a lot of the people who real, and that's why a lot of the people who are hating the movie started this. Well, this is not a movie for Star Trek fans, like despite fuck the you. fact that it's like, yeah, well, you know, I I don't think you get to decide whether or not I'm a Star Trek fan. Right. But it is not for specific types of Star Trek fans, right? And that's like remember, it, it's just, this is funny because this keeps, this keeps kind of I keep noticing this, and it goes back to that. Thing that Shatner said about um, the show really was about the three main characters and then after the show ended fandom built Sulu and Uhura and Chekhov into something more than they are yeah right and I think that's very very true but not only that I think they also built a lot of things into Star Trek that weren't there like You know, all of my life, I've kind of been, I've thought of Star Trek as the deep philosophical social, you know, issue show, mostly because that's what I kept being told that it was. Yeah. But it's funny, you know, long Mission, I almost wanted to contact Mission Log and say, you guys have opened my eyes and made me realize Star Trek is not at all what I thought it was. Because the last time I watched the original series in its entirety, I was like 18 years old. And... Now it's like, wow, there's a lot of shows that are just action shows. It's not nearly as philosophical or deep as I thought. Its politics are much more conservative than I thought it was. And I think afterwards, Gene Roddenberry, in his mind and in the mind of fandom, this idea that, oh, it's this bright, wonderful, positive future where we're all going to get along and mankind's going to move on and go out into the galaxy and all of that. And everything's peace and wonderful and la la. That that's after. That's not in the text of the show. And I think like somebody was talking about um, this idea that the relationship between Kirk and Spock in Into Darkness is not earned, so Spock's reaction is not valid. And they were like, well, if you look at the you know at, at Star Trek Two, they had three uh, seasons and a movie for Kirk and Spock to become like these best friends. But Kirk and Spock really weren't best friends on the TV show. Not at all. They start, they started, you don't say they said you can see this, this friendship build, And it's like, it didn't build in the very first episode. You see them, they're friends and they're just as close at the end. The relationship and all the character relationships, because characters didn't have arcs back then because Syndication showed shows out of order. So you don't tell a storyline over multiple episodes because there's no guarantee they're going to be shown in the right order in syndication. And it's a flat relationship with a few spikes. And you're just mostly told. And then when you get to Star Trek, the motion picture, they're not even friends. Spock has abandoned them for three years. That's not best buds. He turned his back on them and only showed up on the Enterprise because he wanted to see V'ger. And then he even betrays the trust of the ship and goes off and contacts V'ger. It's like this isn't the relationship of best (laughs) friends. They don't become best friends until the beginning of Star Trek II when Spock says, I have always been your friend. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like there's no relationship there they tell you at the beginning of two and you buy it because you're 10 years old when you see star trek 2 for the first time
1: <laughs> and this
0: movie it's the same thing and so all of the complaints about this movie none of them are incorrect but every single one of them apply to mo- to star trek movies that these people love right and i was like that's a star trek movie well there's plot holes every star trek movie has every, plot holes the science there, doesn't work every star can we go back to the Genesis Planet? Tell me <laughs> how that science works. Ah, I love it. So yeah, that's a, I'm just kind of like God. You, you people apparently have never seen a Star Trek movie.
1: And and, and my my re, uh, it's part of the problem I have with it. It's like you're you're constantly complaining about it, and it's one of those things where this one it had too many nods to the fans. Yeah, it had nods to the fans. It had a lot of them, but it was distracting. No, it wasn't, because people who didn't know that there were nods to the fans didn't catch 90% of the nods to the fans.
2: And it made no difference. If you didn't get it, it's like as if it was never there. Right. You know, you just carried on. You didn't need to know anything before you walked into that movie to be able to enjoy it. You didn't even need to know it was in space. (laughs) You know, you didn't even need to know nothing about it. One of the things that I think they've done really well is they've taken the essence of Star Trek and they've compressed it down into a tiny little ball that is bite-sized and anybody can enjoy. You
0: know, one one thing I'd be really curious to see is how many of the people who are... uh, very kind of against what's happened with Star Trek now, how many of them are are comic book fans? Because I think comic book fans are more used to the idea that there is a... Like, this is the first time Star Trek has been something other than what it was. There was one continuity. But in comics, not only have there been, like, reboots and things like that, but it drastically shifts just when there's a change in creative teams sometimes to the point where they will... Oh yeah, you remember that like five or six years were the stories? Yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Because uh, we've got a different story to tell now. And so I, I wonder if it's like this is the first time tar- Star Trek fans have been smacked with that.
1: Yeah, uh, you know? because uh, because that's that's the price you pay for your characters go going from being William Shatner is Captain Kirk to Captain Kirk is a character that anybody can play. Right, right.
0: Captain Kirk is James Bond now. Yeah, so James you know, Bond, and, Sherlock Holmes, right? He's not like he's not Don Corleone. Don he, Corleone is basically just Brando and De Niro. Yeah, uh, and that's it. No that's one else it. has ever been that been that character, or could ever be that character, Right. because
1: that character is not iconic like that. This right. is this is this is how you build an iconic
0: character. No one's telling new stories of young Don Corleone. Although nope. somebody could. And yeah. well, no one someone no will no, eventually.
2: No one's no one's saying you know, about the Avengers. That's not incredible Hulk. Actually they, no they he, did they did Did they? Some yeah.
0: people, yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the, the same compa- yeah, the same complaints that you're hearing from Into Darkness Although, were there for Avengers. They weren't as loud though.
2: That's that's crazy. It's I like know. what you, you replaced the guy who made a half decent Hulk with a guy who's awesome at it and people would complain. Yeah. I hate people.
1: No, you hate uh, over picky geeks and yeah. and and that or nerds, whatever you want to call them. And
0: the problem is actually the problem is the internet. Yeah. Now, like I said, with the with the Superman thing, I don't. I think people did not react as negatively, and uh, and I think that was just because. Well, let's just face it: the Superman comics at the time were not that popular or successful. Marvel would pretty much just basically nearly buried DC by that point. Superman, the movie was one of the things that got people I mean, that's what got me turned on to DC comics. So, uh, and and so because of that, because there isn't that kind of investment back then, but now if it's something that you like, people are going to complain, but they, they just dominate the conversation. That's one of the things that, you know, not to kind of wax philosophic about our show, but one of the things that, I guess surprised me a little bit to find out that, God, there is really no, there's so little real absolute agreement in what we call geek culture. I mean, how rarely do we get just five people on that we know or listen to the show that will agree on one of these? I mean, how, how few clean sweeps are there? Yeah. So yeah, there's always (laughs) one guy out there that goes Superman four wasn't that bad. Right. (laughs) You know, <laughs> and and we forget that because the voice, those voices get drowned out. But on the flip side, there are millions of people going into darkness is awesome. But yeah, the ones who, but we're we're not spending as much time on the internet telling people
2: that, right? Probably. Should. so. You, you make the argument of, you know, into darkness is awesome. And that's all you need to say. You don't yeah. you never find the need to justify saying that. Whereas <laughs> people who don't like it, you get you have got the people who just say, you know, it, not my thing, don't like it. But
0: you right, get people who,
2: who who try to go into so much depth of justifying why they think the movie's bad. Yeah, and it's it's almost as if they're just trying to satisfy themselves.
0: Well, in you, you know... know all all I'm, all of... I'm even fine go with on. that. But it seems like they seem like that they've decided it's their job to convince us that we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, first yeah. of all, you know, that ain't going to happen, right? Even if, even if I was wrong, I'm not going to cop to it because you argue with <laughs> me. You're talking about geeks here, but, uh, but also just this, you know, can't we just have a different interpretation of the same thing? And yeah, I mean, I mean if, if, if Jared doesn't like it, he doesn't like it because it's not what he wants out of Star Trek and there's a lot of people who like that and you know that 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 Will Wheaton thing and you know where uh he he had that complaint about uh JJ J. Abrams saying he didn't like Star Trek cuz Star Trek was too ph- philosophical it's like philosophical is what Star Trek's all about if you don't like that you should watch other science fiction and it's right. like well i don't know i could go back and see a lot of Star Trek that's not particularly philosophical some of mostly it is. mostly Wesley, Wesley. episodes <laughs> <laughs> well and then it's like some people are then sharing that like see this is will wheaton's an authority on star trek it's like everybody hated will wheaton until he started the fucking gaming blog you it's know like, basically people like will wheaton now because he's a nerd now be, and that that's it
1: well what's the
0: episode where they're on the planet
1: with the people and he steps on some flowers and they're hey, like oh yeah oh, we gotta kill you like, where, where's the philosophy in that dumbass episode?
0: Oh, it, <laughs> it, it, it Honestly, was there. There was a lot more. I think there, there was probably more philosophy in specifically next-gen era Star Trek. Yes. But, I mean, look at how many people who were next-gen fans who hated Deep Space Nine because that, it shouldn't be like that. There shouldn't be that kind of conflict, and there shouldn't be this. And mm-hmm. the Federation is supposed to be all happy and roses, and life is wonderful all the time. And that's the point of Star Trek. It's like that's not the point. That's what you like. But
1: you know what's My favorite part about the people who are Next Gen fans who didn't like Deep Space Nine for that exact reason and said exactly what you said. If you actually go back to the series right before Next Generation, there's actually a lot of conflict in, in, between officers and and the higher ups in Starfleet oh. in the original series. Like, Half it's there
0: said that because that was the criticism of Star Trek too was yeah. that, oh, well, the, the Star Trek's not about fighting. It's about intellectual pursuits. And that's what Gene Roddenby was telling everybody. And Harve Bennett was like, I don't know what show he was watching, but the Star Trek I watched had a lot of people shooting phasers.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, hey, it's Lucy. Uh, but that, that was my, uh, my favorite part of listening to Mission Log is hearing Ken go, and yet again, before they even try and talk to somebody, <laughs> <laughs> they try and kill them. And then when they figure out that they can't kill them, then they try and talk
0: to them. Where is
2: the, If we if we can talk to it, we can kill it. Yeah. Right. right. So if we talk to it, we can talk to it. Try that first. Right. Yeah. They, that that, never happens.
1: They not only at least not up until whatever episode was their most recent episode, they they haven't talked first and shot second. They they shoot first and can't that, get through the shielding.
0: And that is, you know, that is they don't really kind of do that until you get to next gen. Yeah. And then that's when people bailed out on star Trek and star Trek, the motion picture where people yeah. bailed out on star Trek. People bailed out. On,
1: right. It's one of those like the, and that's why I keep saying the things that you want to see on the big screen are not financially viable.
0: But if you look, Jared is one of is. I mean, I, I love star Trek, the motion picture too. And there's a, and a lot of people do defend it. Yeah. Um, but, very few people are kind of saying this is what I wanted to see for six movies. Right. Um, But you know, Jared certainly does love that star Trek and Jared's like probably the only person I know who vigorously defends the first two seasons of next generation. Yes. So that is clearly that stuff is, is tickling his star Trek bone, but he's the only guy that that's got that. bone. If next generation had not kind of really shifted its gears, I would not be a star Trek fan today. It had lost me, yeah,
1: it lost everybody and, uh,
0: <laughs> and that's why like when I see this one and this this into darkness, I really dug a lot because one of the things, i mean i i even i I like a lot of that stuff in that star trek and i and, and the reason why I liked Star Trek six more than two is because six actually had. Political allegories, and that's something that I do like about Star Trek. And then Into yeah. Darkness, I'm like, holy shit, that's all this movie is—is is a critique of American foreign policy. It is. If you but... associate yourself with terrorists, they will eventually try to kill you.
1: I, I mean, it was it was brilliant, and it was one of those things where it's like, oh, there's no, it has no heart, it has no meaning, it has no, like they they and the, not only do they they make an allusion to the the terrorism thing, they like. This is dedicated to the men and women who lost their lives in 9-11. Yeah. Like, they they fucking said, this is Star Trek and this is what we're about. America's better than what we've do, been doing yeah. over the last 10 years. Crashing like, a
0: starship into Starfleet headquarters is flying a plane into the World Trade Center. Right.
1: Like, And and, they, and, they, and they, they say it. They say it. They say this is not the road we should have been on the last 10 years. They make the commentary on the society that we currently live in. Yeah. And people say... No, no, it was That's just big Star action. Trek. That's not Star Trek. Well, they they made commentaries about the the, the Vietnam War, and all kinds of stuff in the in the 60s series because they didn't really do that. They didn't do, comment on society as much in Next Generation, which is odd. Well, they, did, they didn't
0: do yeah they they didn't do specific modern politics as much as they did broader
1: yeah. questions. Broad. But next the original series was very specific. Yes. Hey, this is Vietnam War stuff we're talking about right this here. This guy's
0: black on one side and white on the other. This right. guy's like, white on one side and black on the other. Right. How could they get along? <laughs> subtle. Very subtle. It's never subtle. But it's it's it is that was a very uh I mean, during what is arguably some of the most racially tense times in this country. That's the episode you get. Yeah. The episode saying, look how stupid racism is. These people are, ex- these two guys are exactly the same. They just don't realize it just because yeah. a minor difference in which color, which side is which, you know, it's it's making fun. It's pointing out that ridiculousness. And and this is the same thing. It's kind of like, well, you allied yourself with a villain mm-hmm.
2: because
0: you thought that would help you against the people you don't like. And wow, the villain turns on you. Yeah.
2: Well, that, that's one of the things, you know, you, I, I take away from it is, you know, that the good guys unleashed Khan on an unsuspecting universe because yeah. they thought it was the right thing to do.
0: Well, yeah. Well, actually, it was funny because I, I, I uh, Lucy and I saw it together and when we were walking out, I, I said, well, Khan is, because her, 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 comp- her basic complaint of the movie was not enough Cumberbatch. Which okay. was like, I will buy that. I would have liked yeah. to see more because he was awesome. And I was like, yeah, but Khan is not really the villain of the movie. The Admiral is the villain. And she was like, no, the Admiral wasn't the villain. He was doing what he thought was right. And I was like, yeah. true, but he was breaking it's- rules, which was the whole thing they were telling Kirk at the beginning. Right. There's a proper way to do the right thing and a bad way to do the right thing. And if you do the bad way, there's- it's like the rules are not there arbitrarily. They're there because... Well, if you don't do these, bad things are going to happen. Like the terrorist will get a hold of your ship. Right. Because you
1: know, Khan that... was Osama bin Laden. Yeah. He was, he was very clearly, the Klingons and the Russians yet again. And we, were, <laughs> and we were using Khan to fight the Russians, yep. also known as Osama bin Laden, and then he gets a hold of the technology that we gave him and then he blows shit up. He blows up the World Trade Centre he plants a bomb in the World Trade Center once and then he flies a plane, I mean Starship into Starfleet headquarters. Yeah. He's Osama bin Laden.
0: Wait, and then it is interesting because uh then they they wind up casting someone who has absolutely no Middle Eastern stuff whatsoever yeah. because then, you know, Hell, it's kind of like... And it's funny because that means two movies this summer where Osama bin Laden was basically the villain. Yeah. Except in this one, it's a little bit more accurate. Although I guess in the other one, it was the American corporations and the military war machine is what really What's put Osama up? bin Laden in power
2: and it's created still- him, literally.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's. I thought that was kind of odd that uh, that... Oh, you know, I wonder if in uh, Man of Steel we're going to find out that Luther's behind Zod. That would be funny. Or the American <laughs> government. The American government, obviously, they found him and they Working woke him with up. with Luther, they—they're the because they're the, that's the theme of this year's geek movies: government and yeah. corporations are bad.
1: Yeah, two out of three so far.
0: <laughs> and it's even weird because the even like Bane last year kind of ties into that a little bit too.
1: Yeah, because he was like, uh, what is it? What is it? Take control of your city.
0: (laughs) (sighs) No, this isn't really a terrorist. The problem is uh, Razagul. Razagul, yeah. Yeah, Razagul. He was a bad guy. Yeah. I I mean, again, I just saw it last night. And uh, I keep kind of like, I don't want to say things like, this could be the best Star Trek movie, but... (laughs) Uh, and and I hesitate to say things like Benedict Cumberbatch was a, a much more terrifying con. <laughs> I've, almost, like,
2: I've got on I've got on record as saying because it's like that you is, can't say is, such blasphemy. He, like, is, he is absolutely terrifying. Whereas, yeah. whereas the other con is not. No, Ricardo
1: Montalban is not scary at all. He choose the scenery well. He does. Yeah.
2: Well, no, you, you would be scared of him if you were Kirk. But, but that's it. Whereas, whereas the comebacks one, you are scared because he is a threat to everything. And
1: and you know where he makes that point clear? Because he's he's kind of scary right up until he breaks Carol Marcus's leg for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> he just breaks her
0: fucking leg, and you're like, holy shit. That's and then where he moves on. Con. That's where he's like, holy shit. Because at that point, he's got what he wants. He's got what he wants. He does, he, he's... Because yeah, a lot of people were complaining about how you know they're playing Khan more sympathetic. It's like that's when he's trying to get Kirk's sympathy, and it works because Kirk believes him Mm -hmm. and thinks, okay, this guy. Again, that my favorite line of the movie is like, I thought he was helping us. Like, I'm pretty sure we're helping him. Him, yeah. Because that's when Kirk realizes, like, "Fuck, fuck, this was his plan all along. Yep. And that's what it's like. I buy that this is a genetically enhanced, superior intellect, superior physical strength. Yeah. At no point did it, did the other con actually convince me he was smarter than anybody. He actually seemed to have a superpower that just made people act stupid. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, why don't you give me technical manuals because I'm bored, even though I won't tell you my real name. And Kirk says, okay, here. Here's everything you know to take over my ship. Well,
1: you know, the other thing I like, it's Cumberbatch
0: and it's a whitewashing.
1: Yes, but... Had they made him a brown guy, there would be complaints about yeah. the villain being a terrorist and being a brown guy. It was a a, a lose lose scenario. I, so
0: I almost wish they would have included just one line where you know he says after Star Trek, after Starfleet found me, they changed my appearance. Because you could make the argument that Starfleet would go, well, he happens to look just like a notorious historical figure. Maybe that won't help us to hide his identity like if Hitler if he shaved off his mustache and changed his haircut people could still recognize him especially like advanced facial recognition technology Yeah. so we will make Khan look like somebody else so that no one will know that hey why does this guy happen to look like a 300 year old tyrant so that would at least at least kind of shut people up
1: yeah Although I, I still prefer to believe that England uh, ruled India until the 90s, actually. And it was just some, some Indian guy banged a chicken, uh, banged a white chicken, he came out white.
0: Well, I, I think what it proves is that all of the genetic supermen were white right. because that's genetically superior. Holy shit,
1: I didn't even think about that. That makes it even better when you actually think about it. Is is the horrible because that's what that's what uh, Hitler was trying to do? Yeah, all all the genetically superior people were white people. Uh, you know, like n- names didn't make any difference. They he wanted white, blonde hair, blue eyed guys. So, if you're got somebody who's ma- doing something that is considered to be evil, and you make all of their their genetically people enhanced people white people, it makes perfect sense to me.
0: Wow. like if, I like that.
1: If, like, when you really think about it, wait, yeah. If, you, if you're the bad guy and you're going to genetically enhance people, it's not going to be black people. It's not going to be brown people because you don't want them taken over. And maybe Khan
0: took
2: the name Khan Noonien Singh and yeah. decided to take over India.
0: Well, yeah, he took the name because that's where he was born.
2: Right. And that's who he was given to. Yeah. The, pa- yeah. the parents were the Singhs. Yeah. Yeah, I like this.
0: See? Cause, Boom. Yeah, all of the, all of the uh, genetic supermen were white.
1: All of them. Why would you? And, and in our current time today, we can't have a black president without people flipping out. Yeah. So you aren't going to make black or brown supermen. They're going to be white. <laughs> they just are. It, unless it's bl- black or brown people making them. Well, no, what you do brown
0: people. is you do all your experiments on the brown people. And then exactly. as soon as you get it right, you kill them like you did with Captain America. Right. And then once you've got the super soldier form, formula, you give it to a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. You make a bunch of white people.
1: That's exactly what you do. See?
0: So the problem was not this. It's the other con doesn't make any sense.
1: The other con doesn't make any sense. Exactly especially from the 1960s perspective. It's only yeah. 30 years in the future. You're really going to let brown people do things in an America where you don't have, where it's been three years since black people could use the same goddamn
2: water fountain. <laughs> the other thing would be, a, a brown guy's taken over India and anyone cares.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. Why would
2: anyone care? It's like he's taken over the Indian subcontinent. Mm-hmm. Do I still get tea? Yes. All oh, right, right, then, that's fine. that's fine.
0: Do we still get customer service on our computers?
2: Yeah, yeah, you do.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because nobody really cares about that motherfucker killing all of his people in Syria. Everybody thinks it's a horrible thing, but nobody's doing it because it's brown on brown violence. Idi Amin. brown on brown violence. Nobody stepped in to do anything about that. Yeah. So, you know, it's he's not a notorious tyrant until he branches out from that, and he's a white guy.
0: Until he kills <laughs> some white Americans.
1: Uh, they could be Europeans. Yeah, but yeah. we won't get really pissed off until they're Americans. Yeah, well, America doesn't care until they're Americans and white Americans. Let's yeah. be perfectly clear oh, about yeah. that. You know, if they if they're Mexican or Hispanic of any 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 wait, there's, they were Hispanic. Are you sure they're American?
0: <laughs> yeah. were, were they legally American? <laughs> Just because they live here doesn't mean they're legal. Now I know you technically consider Jews to be white people, but a lot of white people don't. But uh, really the nazis <laughs> I I know I mean I know now uh, but but uh but yeah if you if but if you killed a bunch of jews american jews that would that would piss enough people off yeah good old con. Yeah. we we we're recording a whole separate episode know. you
1: know that i know i'm not even kidding you better be still recording yeah, because it's recording. been a, it's been a good conversation that we could just pop been, out this
0: becomes our into darkness show uh,
1: yeah it's, it becomes the into darkness show into darkness but I wanted to use that until I saw the goddamn meme. And then I was like, fuck you, meme. It oh, was already it. out there? Well no, not I don't mind that it's already out there. It was the uh what are the what are the, 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 the geeks that I hate? Uh T V show, CBS. Oh, uh Bing Big Bang. Big Bang. Yeah. It was in it was into darkness and it had them in Star Trek costumes. So I was like, ugh. Yeah. Never mind, not using it. It was clever until that.
0: We're gonna call this Into Trekness. Into Trekness. But so yeah, we we loved Into Darkness.
2: Yeah. I I need to watch it on Blu-ray in my in my nice house and stuff like that. And I would imagine once I have it, will be my favorite Star Trek movie.
1: I think it already is mine. When it comes to Star Trek movies, like it's it goes this one and then six because I, I still think six is probably a per. A, I think six might be better. But that might be just Kid Damon being it being my first Star Trek movie in a theater.
0: Could be. And, you know, going back to the, oh, well, there's too many nods to fans, it's like, yeah, there were no nods in Star Trek VI. (laughs) And and it was kind of like, and, you know, McCoy showing up on the first episode of Next Generation, that's not a nod. Uh, Spock showing up, that's not a nod. She's showing up. It's like Star Trek is built on nods to the original series.
2: <laughs> Trials and Tribulations is yeah. definitely not a nod. Uh, what,
1: what is, what's the episode in Voyager where Sulu pops up? Yeah. God damn it. Flashback. Oh, I, I hate
2: that episode. I love that episode. I hate, because I hate that episode.
1: Because, it takes, uh, because uh, Tim Russ is in Star Trek Six as just yeah. a black guy, and they're like, we're just going to pretend he had Vulcan ears," <laughs> Just
0: like the Klingons. You just pretend they were bumpy-headed.
1: I was explaining to somebody how people used to think I was a Klingon at Star Trek the Experience and how I I still contend that that after Kim Peck died Klingons became white guys in blackface. And yeah. because they all got dark all the way up until the dad from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a Klingon on in Enterprise and he's actually a fair-skinned black guy. So he was a fair-skinned Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that's what the white Klinger should be like. Like, the first time I saw H- for J.G. Hertzler and he's pale as shit with his white hair, I was like, holy shit, he's a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no doubt. Lucy just threw something at you. Yeah. That was awesome. Ooh. Oh, Christy's on the call now. So I guess I should unmute, which adds a thing. Hi, Christy.
0: Yeah, well, actually, uh, I do have to get rolling soon. So I, don't well, know I, should, I I can keep recording and she uh, can, take can just now. take my place.
1: No, she can't. <laughs> she definitely can't take your place. And she can't actually be heard right now.
0: I can hear her. Yeah, but we've oh, got yes. her through Google Voice, not That's the actual right. call. So. Yeah, why, why are we still on Google Voice?
1: I don't know, because this part was fun. I, yeah. Because if you were actually looking, I, like I'm looking at you. Yeah, and, I was
0: looking. At, I mean, I've actually keep watching whatever's on your TV. And you were watching the Alamo? That looks like a penis.
1: I couldn't see it, but I could see it on the screen here. And it was like, (laughs) that looks like a penis. And it it was just him, like, strumming something with his finger, his thumb. But it it looked like a penis. Most penises look like a penis.
0: We finished Superman, and now we were talking about Star Trek Into Darkness.
1: And and why uh, all the people who are hating on it are wrong. Not the people who don't like it. There's a difference. Disliking it and hating it are two different things. And hating on it, I guess I should right. say. I, there's no problem with anybody disliking it.
0: Hey. Yeah? Yes.
1: Because Mike has now seen it three times? No, just two. Just two? Hey, oh, I guess. Chris is the only one that could still be heard. Because... Christy is not on the call. This is great. But you can see us. Wait, you didn't know that you could see us? Okay.
0: It worked. Well, ish.
1: There's no sound, but...
0: Well, yeah, has, we, we couldn't record the sound.
1: We don't know how to do that yet. Right.
0: So we recorded the sound through Skype, but yeah, we actually shared the movie, and I mean, there was a little bit of a of a hesitance, and uh, it, like it was ran a little slow, but they were able to see everything the same time I could. So we're gonna do some more. Yeah, I do want to do at least one uh, one, uh one show where we do everything over video.
1: Yeah, we we got to do that. What is what is this Drive app that you had me open?
2: Oh, no, I was just having to look to see. Uh, I'll be back you a could few. Put, you, could, you could put things into the Google Drive and share them. I actually
1: have things in Google Drive.
2: I have things in my Google Drive, too.
1: Ooh, now you're echoing. Am I echoing in yours, Chris? Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh well, no, I can't mute there. But anyway, well, we
2: can we can I can mute Skype.
1: Yeah, but then you're not being recorded.
2: Then I'm not being recorded.
1: Yeah, I guess we should end the episode. Uh, yeah, this is our Star Trek review and shit.
0: It's over, but Christy's here now. Goodbye. So bye. bye.